Good afternoon. Welcome to Mary Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and those who are returning home to our parish community. We also welcome all those who are worshiping with us on the live stream via the internet. For those who wish to continue physical distancing, you can be seated in the designated area in the church where the pews are marked with ribbons. Assisting us today as our lector is Bernie Jordan and Joe Ciola. Our server is Samantha. Our cantor is myself, Fred Walter. Our organist today is Steve. And our celebrant this afternoon is Father Peter. Let us all now stand, as you are able, for the entrance procession and join in our opening hymn, Rain Down. The lyrics can be found in the bulletin. Thank you. Brothers and sisters, we are gathered in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Welcome to this celebration of the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time. We start by acknowledging our sinfulness before one another, but most especially before our God, asking for mercy and forgiveness. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask the Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, 
and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to life everlasting. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, our God, almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Draw near to your servants, O Lord, and answer their prayers with unceasing kindness, that for those who glory in you as their creator and guide, you may restore what you have created and keep safe what you have restored. We make this prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unit of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. The whole Israelite community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, would that we had died at the Lord's hand in the land of Egypt as we sat by our flesh pots and ate our fill of bread. But you had to lead us into this desert to make the whole community die of famine. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will now rain bread down from heaven for you. Each day, the people are to go out and gather their daily portion. Thus, I will test them to see whether they follow my instructions or not. I've heard the grumbling of the Israelites. Tell them, in the evening twilight, you shall eat flesh, and in the morning, you should have your fill of bread, so that you may know that I, the Lord, am your God. In the evening, quail came up and covered the camp. In the morning, a dew lay all about the camp, and when the dew evaporated, there on the surface of the desert were fine flakes like hoarfrost on the ground. On seeing it, the Israelites asked one another, what is this? For they did not know what it was. But Moses told them, this is the bread the Lord has given you to eat. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, I declare and testify in the Lord that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. That is not how you learn Christ, assuming that you have heard of him and were taught in him, as truth is in Jesus, that you should put away the old self of your former way of life, corrupted through deceitful desires, and be renewed in the spirit of your minds and put on the new self created in God's way in righteousness and holiness of truth. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. 
and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they themselves got into boats and came to Capernaum looking for Jesus. When they found him across the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered them and said, Amen, amen, I say to you, you are looking for me not because you saw signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. Do not work for food that perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him the Father, God, has set his seal. So they said to him, What can we do to accomplish the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in the one he sent. So they said to him, What sign can you do that we may see and believe in you? What can you do? Our ancestors ate manna in the desert. As it's written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. So Jesus said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave the bread from heaven. My Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. So they said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger, and whoever believes in me will never thirst. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters, once again, welcome to the celebration of this 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Today, two ideas stand out for us to think about. Two ideas for our meditation. One, have we set our priorities right? Have we set our scale of preference right? And two, when God provides for us, he at the same time is testing us. God is a good tester. He keeps, he keeps testing us. He provides for us, but at the same time, he, through providing for us, tests us. Dear brothers and sisters, the Israelites grumbled against Moses and, of course, against God, in whose name Moses was acting. Why did you bring us out of Egypt? We used to eat to our field there, pots of flesh. But here in the desert, we are hungry. Did you really bring us out of Egypt in order to kill us in the desert? Did you intend that we die of famine? So they were grumbling against Moses and against God. They thought that they were better off in slavery in Egypt where they used to have enough to eat than on the way to freedom, on the way to liberation, on the way to the promised land. 
did, it the, did they have it right? Were they better off in Egypt than during the Exodus, than on their way to liberation? I don't know what you think, but I think they were off the mark. They had it wrong. Being on the way to liberation was much better than staying in slavery in Egypt. But because they faced this challenge of food, they lost the big picture and they were focused on the small picture of lack of food. The big picture of liberation was lost. That's why the grumbling. The same idea is carried forward in the gospel. Last weekend, dear brothers and sisters, we read about Jesus feeding a big crowd of about 5,000 men with two fish and five loaves and all ate to their fill. This weekend, we are reading that they look around and they see neither Jesus nor the disciples, and they are wondering where they were. So they get into their boats and cross the other side of the sea. When they find Jesus there, they say, hey, Rabbi, when did you get here? Did you capture what Jesus replied? He said, I know you are looking for me, not because of the signs that I perform, not because of the miracles that I perform, not because you have faith in me, but because you ate to your fill last weekend. In other words, you are not looking for me, you are looking for food. <laughs> Put the two on the scale, looking for food and looking for Jesus, looking for material possessions and looking for a relationship with one's God, which outweighs the other. What should we be looking for? But of course, the crowd doesn't get it. It kind of keeps trying to, to <laughs> seduce Jesus into performing yet another miracle of multiplying food for them. So they quote for him what happened in the past. They say, but you see it's written, he gave them manna from heaven. It's the crowd now quoting the crowd in the gospel is quoting the story of the first reading. He gave them manna in the desert. And so, give us manna right now. Give us more manna. You gave us food last weekend. Give us more food now. In fact, the crowd that's looking for Jesus in today's gospel is not much different from the crowd that grumbled against Moses in the first reading. Both crowds are looking for more food. More food. Moses' crowd in the first reading said, why did you bring us out of Egypt? Did you bring us out here to kill us of famine? We used to eat to our fill 
pots of flesh in Egypt. But here, there is nothing in the desert. The crowd in the gospel is saying, last weekend, you gave us something to eat. We ate our fill from the five loaves and the two fish that you multiplied. But today, we have nothing. What sign can you do? Eh? Can you decide? Can you decide that we may believe in you? What sign can you do? They're trying to trick him into performing another miracle for them. A miracle of feeding them once again. Jesus tries to educate them, but they don't seem to get it. Their priorities are upside down. They think that it's more important to have something to eat than to have a relationship, a strong relationship with God, with Jesus. He tells them, I'm that bread of life. But still they don't seem to get it. They are Minds are focused on the physical food. Give us that bread always. But I'm here among you. I am that bread of life. And they're saying, we need bread. Give us that bread. Dear brothers and sisters, it's always a good thing to think of setting our priorities right. In this particular case, on the one side of the scale, we have food, which represents material things, whatever they are. They may not be food. They may be other things, but they are represented by food. On the other side of the scale, we have Jesus, God, our maker, our creator. And apparently, according to the readings of today, the crowds are more focused on the side of food and material possessions. Jesus is trying to refocus them, to invite them to focus on the other side of the scale where they will have a lasting relationship with their God. In fact, by telling them, I am that food, I am that bread from heaven, he's trying to tell them that if they indeed have a relationship with their God, they will have not only food, what they are focusing on today, they will have everything because God is not only food from heaven, but he is everything. In other words, by focusing on food and material possessions, they are losing the bigger picture of God, who is the source of everything. If they focused on God, they would eventually have everything. So, having food and having everything, which is better? Of course, the crowds don't yet see it. That's why they keep pressing for, give us that food. He gave them food from heaven. What sign can you do that we may believe in you? That's one of the challenges, dear brothers and sisters, that I want to throw at us this afternoon. What does your scale of preference look like? Do you focus on the smaller picture or on the bigger picture? The bigger picture which is God, God the provider, God who provides everything for you and for us all. The second idea, dear brothers and sisters, that I wanted to share with you this afternoon 
is the idea of God testing us through what he provides for us. You see, he said to Moses in the first reading, when people grumbled against Moses and God, then God said to Moses, I am going to provide food for these people. And thus, I will test them to see if they follow my commandments. Testing. Dear brothers and sisters, how many times do you think of the possessions that you have around you as a test from God? In the context of the Israelites, God provided quail and manna, the food that they were grumbling for. He provided, but he provided this in order to test them to see if they would follow his commandments. Friends, we have so many things around us. <laughs> I have a car. A very old car, <laughs> a Nissan Altima, 2003 model. <laughs> it gives me problems sometimes, but uh, it, it, it runs. That's one of the possessions I have. I have food all around me, and you, you provide us with that food at, uh, at our house and Father Mike. We have food. We have so many other things around us that we use in a daily life. And I believe that the same is true for you. You have food, you have houses, you have cars, you have all sorts of funny things. You have money. But the challenge that I want to draw our attention to, dear brothers and sisters, this afternoon is, do you ever think of all these possessions that you have as a test from God? I will give them food and therefore test them to see if they follow my commandments. That's in the first reading. If God provides you with all that you have, don't you get drawn away from him by these possessions that you have? Do you pass the test? First of all, do you realize that whatever is around you might be a test from God? That God might be testing you with all that you have to see if you really understand that he is the provider? If you realize that the gifts that God blessed you with might at the same time be a test, your approach to these possessions might be very different from an approach that a person who doesn't look at these as a test would be. The way you use these, how you share these or not share these, with those in need will depend on whether you understand what these gifts really are, whether you understand that they might be a test. God gives you this in order to test you and see if you follow his commands concerning possessions, concerning money, concerning food, concerning houses, concerning vehicles, concerning whatever. We pray that the good Lord will grant us the grace to be good students, good learners, students that will pass the test, students that will set our priorities right, and students that will cherish our relationship with our God above all and above everything else.
I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of the Born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. Was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He'll come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who is the Father and the Son, is glory. Who has I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. God our Father, we, your children, now present to you some of our needs, always confident that you hear us. Our response is, hear us, O Lord, that the Eucharist we receive may nourish us and that we may in turn nourish our communities with and through the bread of life. We pray, hear, hear us, us, O Lord. Lord, for an increase in wholeness and well-being for all who continue to suffer under the coronavirus pandemic. We pray, hear, hear us, us, O Lord. Lord for an increase in hope for all who struggle with depression, failure, or disappointment. We pray to the Lord. Hear us, O oh Lord. For a strengthening of our communities, that our friendships may deepen and our hospitality to newcomers may thrive. We pray. Hear us, O oh Lord. We go forth for an increase in solidarity among all God's people in all nations of the world, brothers and sisters to us, we pray. Hear us, O oh Lord. For all who have died in our parish community, especially Frank Paul, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Hear us, O oh Lord. We remember today all parishioners and all the intentions present on the altar along with those we hold in the silence of our heart, we pray. Hear us, O oh Lord. Prayer for unity. We raise our voices to Mary, Queen of Peace, our mother, and to her most glorious son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community united in the spirit and living our covenant. Amen. We make all these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, I Am the Bread of Life. Come to me 
unless the Father beckons, and I will raise you up, and I will raise you up, and I will raise you up on the that I will give is my life for the flesh of the world. And if you eat of this bread, you shall live forever. You shall live forever. And I will raise you up and I will raise you up, and I will raise you up on the last day. Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Graciously sanctify these gifts, O Lord, we pray, and accepting the oblation of this spiritual sacrifice, make of us an eternal offering to you. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Come up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is true, right and just. Our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Father most holy, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Savior and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so, with the angels and all the saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when suppose ended, he took the chalice. And once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Therefore, as we celebrate the memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, and William, his auxiliary, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your faith. Have mercy on us all, 
We pray that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with St. Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unit of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. 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 We now pray to the Father using the words our Lord and Savior taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our day bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy, we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the the kingdom, the power, and glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. With your spirit. Let's wish one another a sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. An act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Satisfy the hungry heart with gift of finest wheat. Come, give to us, O saving Lord, the bread of life to eat. As when the shepherd calls his sheep, they know and heed his voice. So when you call your family, Lord, we follow and rejoice. You satisfy the hungry heart with gift of finest wheat. Come, give to us, O saving Lord, the bread of life to eat. With joyful lips we sing to you our praise and gratitude. 
that you should count us worthy, Lord, to share this heavenly food. You satisfy the hungry heart with gifts of finest wheat. Come, give to us, O saving Lord, the bread of life to eat. Is not the cup we bless and share the blood of Christ outpoured? Do not one cup, one loaf declare our oneness in the Lord. You satisfy the hungry heart with gift of finest wheat. Come, give to us, O saving Lord, the bread of life to eat. There are a couple announcements today. Bishop David A. Zubik has reinstated the obligation to attend Mass on Sundays and Holy Days beginning Sunday, August 15, 2021. You may go to our website to read Bishop Zubik's full statement. We are reaching out to homebound members who would like to receive the Eucharist and pray with a fellow parishioner. If you know of anyone who would like to receive the Eucharist, please have them contact the parish office. Let us pray. Accompany with constant protection, O Lord, those you renew with these heavenly gifts that in your never failing care for them, Make them worthy of eternal redemption. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in peace. Thanks be God. Please join in singing our recessional hymn, Rain Down. is the word of our God. 
All of God's works are so worthy of trust. God's mercy falls on the just and the right. Full of God's love is the earth. Rain down, rain down, rain down your love on your people. 